It's good to be with you all today uh, from Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Daniel's prayer and Daniel chapter 9, and uh, a little bit on uh, sort of the response to it in Daniel 10. Uh, I'm going to start reading in Daniel 9. Uh, I'm going to read verses 3 and 4 and 5, and then I'm going to jump over to 15. But it says in verse 3, uh, and I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplications with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. Then we move over to verse 15, and, and Daniel still praying says, And now, O Lord, our God, Thou hast brought thy people forth out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand, and has gotten thee renowned as, a, as at this day we have sinned, we have done wickedly. O Lord, according to all thy righteousness, I beseech thee, let thine, thine anger and thy fury be turned away from thy city Jerusalem, thy holy mountain, because for our sins and for the iniquities of our Father, Fathers, Jerusalem and thy people are become a reproach to all that are about us. Now, therefore, O God, hear the prayer of thy servant and his supplications, and cause thy face to shine upon the sanctuary that is desolate for the Lord's sake. O my God, incline thine ear and hear. Open thine eyes and behold our desolations and the city which is called by thy name. For we did not present our supplications before thee for our righteousness, but for thy great mercies. O Lord, hear. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, hearken and do. Defer not for thine own sake. O my God, for thy city and thy people are called by thy name. By thy name. And whilst I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel, presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God, yea, whilst I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, who I'd seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, touched me about the time of the evening oblation. And he informed me and talked with me and said, O oh, Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. At the beginning of thy supplications, the commandment came forth, and I am come to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Therefore, understand the matter and consider the vision. And then in chapter 10, 10, it says, And behold, a hand touched me, which set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hand. And he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understands the words that I speak unto thee and stand upright. For unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken this word unto me, I stood trembling. Then, then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. As, as we talk about Daniel, it's, it, to me, it's one of the most amazing prayers in all the Bible. And Daniel pours his heart out to God, and you know, his, his prayer is plain, and it's heard, and it's answered. 
So we learned so much from it. And there's even parts in here where he spells out and explains major prophecies. And then there's just the, the process of God that God used in delivering the answer to Daniel's prayer. And I think we could spend a lot of time on both, but I'm going to look at several things that are very practical about Daniel. So who was praying? Who was he praying to? What was he saying as he prayed? What was God's response? And when did God actually hear and respond to Daniel's prayer? So when we think of Daniel, we, you know, God describes him as, and Gabriel describes him as highly beloved, and other versions say highly esteemed of the Lord. Uh, Daniel was the man who refused to eat from the king's table because he wanted to honor the dietary laws of, of his God. He also refused to stop praying three times a day, knowing he would face punishment. He was bold and honest when he interpreted the king's dreams, even though it could have cost him, but he was trustworthy. And he was a guy that, that Gabriel said had set his heart to understand and to chasten or to humble himself before God. Daniel gave attention to the Lord to seek him by prayer and supplications with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. It's no wonder that Daniel was greatly beloved of the Lord. He had the heart for the Lord. He was humble. He was seeking it. And he even prayed, which we'll hear later, of whose glory and why he wanted God to answer the prayer. And so who was he praying to? In, verse, in chapter 9, verse 4, it says, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. He's praying to God, and he's praising him. He, he's praising and says, so what was he saying as he's praying? He was confessing his own sins. He was confessing the sins of his people. And he was speaking and presenting his very clear plea to the Lord. His argument was not that he deserved anything or that his people did, but his argument was that God should answer his prayer for God's sake, for God's reputation, for God's honor, all because the people did not deserve any reward because of their sin and their refusal to listen to the Lord and their refusal to call upon the Lord. And so what was God's response? It says, God answered Daniel's prayer. He sends Gabriel to give Daniel instruction so he could understand the scriptures that he'd been reading. And being from Eastern Kentucky, I love the term, and wiles, I was praying. You know, other versions say and while, but I like the word wiles uh, because I can see him just kind of jumping up as Gabriel stands before him and begins to call out his name. But as he says, and whiles I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel, and I am presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God. That's when Gabriel spoke to him and talked to him. And and when and the, the really amazing thing to me about this, which I think is a huge encouragement for, for what we've been doing on this prayer call and you all have been doing for over 900 days, almost three years. God heard Daniel's plea immediately verses 920 it says uh or it says immediately in daniel's 923 it says at the beginning of your supplications the commandment came forth and i am come to show thee for thou art greatly beloved therefore understand the matter and consider the vision so at some point right at the very beginning 
of Daniel's prayer, God heard, and God commanded Gabriel to go and deal with this and help Daniel with answer his prayer. And Daniel kept praying for 21 days because there was this weird circumstance where uh, the king or prince of Persia uh, withstood Gabriel and tried to keep him from getting to Daniel. And I really can't explain that. Hopefully there's scholars on the call who can, but it's really strange that that, that kind of resistance would be up for God's, you know, uh, servant and angel who's going forth to tell Daniel and interpret the, you know, the vision and explain the matter. But Daniel, he didn't know that God had heard. He didn't know God had already put the answer in motion. He just knew he was going to keep praying until God did. And even though the, the, uh, the, the prayer had already been answered, Daniel kept praying until he saw the, saw the results of it. Daniel 10, 12 says that the same thing. It says, Then said Gabriel unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I have come for, thou, for, thou, uh, for thy words. So the big takeaways for me in all of this is, first and foremost, our prayer should seek God's glory and not ours because God deserves it, and frankly, we don't. Secondly, our prayers should include praise, confession, and, and very specific uh, petitions. Third, God hears our prayers instantly, and in some cases, like Daniel's, he answers immediately, and we may not even know it. And I, I think that's, as we pray for revival, we, we have no idea what God's already doing. But I think and believe that he's heard our prayers for these three years and that he is moving and getting pieces in place and sending out messengers to answer those. Obedience, fourth, obedience and humility are always key elements of getting prayers answered. Certainly, obedience and faithfulness uh, and humility are, are the essential ingredients, really, to be highly esteemed or beloved of the Lord. And we should all strive for that. We should strive for it because we want to be Christ-like. And, and finally, we should be encouraged to keep praying with the confidence that God hears and God answers our prayers. So as we think about what foundations have been laid and how many prayers and how many uh, devotions and, and how much study has gone into the praying and seeking revival, I think Daniel's words and his example should be a great encouragement to us. I believe that God has heard. He says he will. He says that two or three agree, and we've had hundreds of people agree. And we prayed, and hopefully we've humbled ourselves, and we've sought his face, and I believe he's hearing, and I believe Daniel gives us a good example for that. So hopefully that will be an encouragement. And... Um, you know, we, we maybe can't all be Daniels in a lot of ways, but we can continue to pray and we can continue to see God's face.